We start watching 200 cigarettes and drinking Bud Lights. Emma's jeans, I notice, are made of a stretchy material and they don't have pockets or a fly, and I envision her standing naked on a huge half-shell that's suspended on a wave. By the time I'm done describing the plot of 200 cigarettes up to the point in the movie where we are, Camilla has fallen asleep and her head is slumped over the arm of the couch. Emma looks at her and whispers, Do you want to go into Shira's room? I ask her, Why? And she gives me an indecipherable look for a second and then says, We don't have to go. And I say, No, we can go. I was just wondering why. She looks at me blankly, so I say, Actually, never mind. We... Like, shouldn't wake Camilla up if she's sleeping. So we walk quietly into Shira's room, and Emma closes the door and sits down on the side of Shira's bed, and Emma picks up a copy of Cosmopolitan off the nightstand and opens it and starts flipping through it. We're sitting right next to each other, our legs touching, ostensibly, so we can both read the magazine easily, but it feels like maybe there's something else going on. But I'm not sure yet. Do you want to do one of the quizzes? Emma asks. Maybe we should do the quiz together. It'll be boring for you if I take a teenage girl quiz and you're just sitting there. What if we have different answers? I say, I think we'd be able to reach a consensus. After the quiz, Emma picks up another teen girl magazine and we go through that one too. Her hands are small and look soft. She laughs at some of the things I say and brushes my leg and arm with her small, soft hand sometimes, and then I look up at the clock and it's later than I thought it was. Emma looks at it, too, and I feel like she's probably presenting the opportunity for me to make a move here, and maybe has been for the last half hour, and if I don't do it soon, this will get weirder than it should have been. So I go to the bathroom to wash my face and then come back and sit down on the other side of her. It's easier for me to kiss her from this side, and I put my hand up to her face and start kissing her, and she kisses back. I get that rush of good feelings. We kiss on the side of the bed for about five minutes, and then she pulls away, and we look at each other for like two or three seconds. She breathes a little, and her breath smells good. Emma smiles a little bit and excuses herself to go to the bathroom. I hold my hand in front of my face and breathe softly against my palm. It smells okay. Then Emma comes back and turns the light off and pushes me down onto Shira's bed and gets on top of me, and we start making out again. And I feel like a 14-year-old whose older sister's friend is introducing him to manhood. She takes her shirt off, then my shirt off, and I suck in my stomach the most that it could possibly be sucked in without her noticing that's what I'm doing. Ten minutes later, we take our pants off and get under the covers. Emma starts sliding down the bed like she's about to go down on me, but I stop her because I know that if she does, that I'll come in like 45 seconds. So I go down on her, and she seems like she's uncomfortable at first, but then she starts to appear to like it. Then I come accidentally with almost no physical provocation, which is pretty embarrassing if she noticed. This makes me think about how I have to get Shira's sheets washed tomorrow because I came in her bed, but then Emma seems like she comes too and she makes a noise to indicate that she's content. I slide up next to her and put my arm around her and she starts to reach down toward my underwear and I say, no, it's fine, I'm fine. She looks at me. I can't generate a reasonable lie about why I wouldn't want her to do this, so I tell her the truth. I actually came. We each go to the bathroom and then lie in bed with the lights off, with her arm across my chest and her head on my shoulder. Why don't you have a boyfriend? I ask. Emma moves over and lies on her back, facing the ceiling, and her boobs are splayed out, like pointing in different directions. Very white. She thinks for a second and goes, I go to an all-girls school. You're the only boy I've met in months. 
I ask her what happened to the boy with the supreme hat, and she says, we don't talk. Then she thinks about what she said and goes, but not in a pointed way. Like, we're not not talking. We just don't really have anything to say to each other, you know? I nod and try to smell her hair without her noticing. The next morning, Emma has to go back to school, so I walk her to the subway. We stand in front of the subway entrance, and I talk nervously just to keep her there, because I'm not sure if it would be inappropriate to kiss her, because we just hooked up one time, and a public kiss might violate her understanding of the boundaries of our relationship at this point. But then I do it anyway, and she kisses back, but it's more of a peck. She gives me her phone number and goes into the subway, and then I go back to Camilla's and take Shira's sheets to the laundry.